Hi everybody, Craig from Yes Have Some here. And I just wanted to take a minute to tell you all about YHS Podcast on Patreon. You know, you're here for a reason. You either just discovered Yes Have Some or you've been listening for a long time. You like what we do here. And I'm telling you, Patreon is the best way to get a lot more of it. For as little as $5 a month, you can help support YHS, help us keep the lights on, as they say, and you get complete access to our entire archive of bonus audio content. We do multiple bonus episodes a month. Sometimes they're full YHS episodes. Sometimes it's me just rambling about toys. We even have Jacob Walsh doing passages of Stephen King and giving his insight and opinion on all the books he loves with the Jacob Walsh Book Club. I'm telling you, the people that are already a part of it absolutely love it. We have this incredible community. And it's not just the audio episodes. You're going to get access to the exclusive YHS Patreon Discord, as well as our Patreon Instagram. Like, when we go on trips, when we go to Star Wars Celebration, when we go to Dragon Con, when we do all the stuff that YHS is known for, we don't post everything publicly. We have an Instagram page just for Patreon. It has exclusive photos, video, and just content that you're not going to get anywhere else except for on the YHS Instagram for Patreon. So, Abby likes to say, turn the wheel and unlock that vault and get access to all of this incredible YHS content that you've been missing out on. Patreon.com slash yes have some. As little as $5 a month, we have multiple tiers. And I'm telling you, you're not going to be disappointed. Okay, let's get to the show. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. In the multiverse of madness. In the mid-sip of the multiverse. <laughs> That's my signature now. Mid-sip? Just sip while we uh, open, yeah. Turn your mic up a little bit. Let the people hear yeah, you. Yeah, it's... Why am I so quiet? I don't know. Jake, what's up, man? How are hey, you? Hello, hello. I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. It's uh, better now. Better now that we're seeing MCU. Better now? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now that uh, we're all hanging out. Now that we're all here. And now that my microphone's up. There you go. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast, everybody. Uh, if you didn't know, my name's Craig Goldberg. Thank you for joining. <laughs> what? Hold on. What do you mean if you didn't know? If you like didn't who? Know. Somebody's. Okay. Well. well I mean, I could be. I guess Craig, it's possible. I could be Craig Goldstein to some people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, I gotta say, it's been a fun week. We had a great episode of Toy Anxiety this week. Thank you so much to our special guests, mm-hmm. uh, Jay from Geek Dad Life, Trevor Zamet uh, from NECA Toys, and yeah. uh, Abby. Are you feeling better? I know you had the night off. Yeah, I was gonna say thanks for filling in for me, uh, Trevor. Trevor and, and Jay. Jay. It, uh, it takes two people. It takes two people to make two up an Two men. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, honestly. No, I uh I thank you for letting me uh take the night off. I wasn't feeling well, but I'm feeling better now. Well, it'll come out of your paycheck. Okay. <laughs> we'll discuss that later. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh Jake, how are things down uh down in your neck of the woods? Uh pretty good, man. Um it's been a it's like a nice rainy day today. I like it. Setting the mood for for Joe Bob tonight. I'm I'm Very excited. Cool. Well, we're going to get right into it. We'll we'll talk about some housekeeping stuff a little bit later, but I know the people are here because Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is out the latest installment of the ever popular Marvel Cinematic Universe, which has been going on since we were children, I feel, at this point. Um, I'm excited to talk about this. This was uh, uh, something I was really looking forward to. Um, I've gotten to the point in my Marvel career I call it a career. Uh, I don't work there, but I should at this point. Relationship with my relationship, Marvel? where I can't get to that same level of excitement for every thing that they do. Right? Sure. Fatigue sets in. It's impossible. Yeah, and it's not like I, I have. I, I abandoned Moon Knight after the second episode. Was I can't do this right now. I'll get to it eventually. Like, Sp- if you don't tell me who you are in the first episode, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. I'm done. Well, hey, good luck with that. Because yeah. I'm trying to never figure that. Shit I need some clarity. Um, you know, it this week. It I don't know if it was yesterday exactly, but I think this week is the 10 year anniversary of the first Avengers film. Yep, 20. And I don't. And I don't know how long mm-hmm. into. I don't know how many years it took to get from Iron Man to the first Avenger. It was four years. Two thousand years. Okay. So we're yeah. fourteen years into this bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're Jesus just getting Christ. started. Mm-hmm. Well, they, you know, they said last well, week. No, well, now I'm annoyed because we're fourteen years in to the MCU. Yeah, and we're just now getting teases of mutants, <laughs> which is the biggest X-Men is the biggest Marvel friend. I mean, other than what the movies, you know, as, as far as comics and cartoons before the movie started, X-Men is the most recognizable name. Sure. Well, and the, it's your personal favorite. We watched the Fox well, X-Men best. universe. I'm assuming, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. the Fox right. universe kind of wrapped up and now we're going to see Did it. Well, Deadpool, not Deadpool. Logan kind of felt like a stamp. I don't know. I can't keep up with anything. Jake's here to keep you. But more, uh, but more movies dose. came out after Logan. Yeah. Oh, those other ones. <laughs> I mean, there was other. I mean, there was another Apocalypse, and yeah, that and then did there come was out. The New Mutants came out. Oh, it kind of pandemic. Well, no one it, saw it's it. out count. there. It, it exists. exists. Yeah, <laughs> this, we didn't talk about it. This is what I'll say. We're going hardcore spoilers starting right now. So if you have not seen Doctor Strange and you don't want to know about what's going on in this movie, we suggest not listening any further. Having said that, when we see a new MCU movie, and I, I don't want to speak for the group, but like the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it represents a very uh, important part of my movie going, movie enjoying life uh, over the past decade. I always look forward to these movies. I have nothing but love for a lot of them. Some issues with some of them, uh, but I really like Doctor Strange. I like the. F- I, what'd you say? There's some bad ones. There's some bad ones. There's some fluffers. It's like every. It's like a literally anything in life, whether you yeah. toys, movies. Well, I mean, when you have 14 years, there's gonna be some stinkers. There's gonna be some statistically bad. speaking, when you exactly. have well, exactly. more numbers, exactly. yeah, you're gonna put out some little stinkies. Um, 
I like Doctor Strange as a character. I like him a lot. I like that first movie. Um, I love his plot line in you know Infinity War and into Endgame, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I really enjoyed No Way Home. So I was really excited about this. But like Jake, I want to throw to you. Okay. When when you found out Sam Raimi was we have a cat situation. Everything's fine. When you found out that Sam Raimi was directing mm-hmm. the sequel mm-hmm. to Dr. Strange, Scott Derrickson did the first one. Cool movie. Yes. He stepped away at some point. They bring in Sam Raimi coming back to superhero movies for the first time since Spider-Man three, which when we talk about stinkies, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what, what was your reaction? I know you're a Sam Raimi fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I was super excited because, yeah, Sam Raimi's great. He's He makes a lot of really good, fun movies. He makes, you know, he made The Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. And those are, that trilogy of films is, that's one of the all-time greats. I grew up watching those. Um, the Evil Dead scared the shit out of me the first time I saw it. And I had nightmares. And my mom was mad that she let me rent that film and i i I love that that seems to be a common story you tell about you and your mom she's always mad about the movie you yeah she let me rent it she she was the adult in this situation yell at her apologize um, later yeah (laughs) and uh i was excited when he made the spider-man movies because even though those very much feel like comic book movies you can still watch those and be like oh this is sam raimi and when they came out and they were like, Hey, we're giving Sam Raimi another comic book movie. I'm like, you know what? That's cool. And then on top of that, they were like, Hey, this is going to be more horror centric. It's, you know, I mean, it's a Marvel film, so it's not going to be, you know, hardcore R or anything, but I came out of the movie last night and I was like, Hey, that, that felt a lot like I was watching army of darkness, you know, like it was kind of silly. It had some funny stuff in it. There was a lot like you could walk, you could tell that was a Sam. Ra- I've seen a lot of people posting Sam Raimi wanted to make sure you knew you were watching a Sam Raimi movie. And that's oh, yeah. <laughs> amazing. Especially like when you, when you're 15 years into a, a series and so many of the movies start to just feel the same. It's nice to have like, I'm glad we got people like James Gunn making Guardians films. Yo, and bro, so yeah. they feel, you know, it's like a breath That's, of fresh air. Well, it's like a director who gets to put their stamp. It's not just the boilerplate. Because sometimes you get the the sense that Marvel has like this template. They find a director with a name and they, they kind of put it through the filter of making an, a Marvel movie. And a lot of the times you get really good results. But I don't necessarily come out of, you know, Ant-Man going... There's not a lot of wild cards in there. Exactly. But I think for listeners, they'll know uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 was like a game changer for me. It was the first Marvel movie that I was like, really like loved the characters, was into the soundtrack and um, just became totally obsessed with Red Comics from and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, But when it comes to uh, that, I felt like it was like a real James Gunn, like it was him doing a James Gunn movie and like. That's something that I want to see, like Marvel characters through a perspective that and a vision that's like kind of honed. And that's what I agree with you, Jake. I thought the Sam Raimi direction was like very, very scary and cool and interesting and stylized. Well, there's just certain things he does. Obviously, like the camera technique um, that he uses that kind of puts you that kind of first person view, which is like classic Evil Dead, uh, the music cues. 
Um, even the way, like, by the way, spoilers start now. We're near the end of the movie, and you've got like Defender Strange, but he's like the zombie, you know, yeah. uh, uh, well, the version of it. Like, even the way like his face looks, there's a the way the head turns like sharply. There's like yeah. almost a stop motion element. Yes, well, somebody. Yes, you know, I I tweeted. I tweeted yesterday. I tweeted. Sam Raimi made an Evil Dead film disguised as a Marvel film. And uh, I got a reply today that said, um, have you even seen it? And my my response to that is, well, first of all, um, yes, I did. Um, 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 yeah. yeah. It was was (laughs) shot. It was shot just like a Sam Raimi Evil Dead film. The camera angles, the 45 degree tilt, the like weird quick zooms that is in that like the Evil Dead is known for. The sounds, the creatures sound the same. There's demons in it. The demons literally sound like the same voices from... Uh, Army of Darkness and Evil Dead. I think the only difference is... Hold on, hold on. Bruce Campbell is in this... Bruce Campbell is in this movie literally doing a bit that is like... no, Like that bit he's doing where he's punching himself in the face, that is... From Evil Dead 2 and (laughs) Army... He does that in both of those movies. Yeah. Like the fucking... The plot of this movie is we got to find a book so we can stop a witch. That's the <laughs> plot of every Evil Dead movie. Yeah, but there wasn't undead souls associated with the book. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. There, there was. was. <laughs> By the way, you cannot convince me that that hot dog cart man was just that universe's Ash. That was Ash. <laughs> okay. I love seeing that. I love Bruce Campbell. Um, Jake, I completely agree. Like, I think even if... If you did not know, you know when you're An watching eyeball Spy- got pulled out. That ha- that also happens, and I think every evil. T- <laughs> and it, yeah, like a big ass eyeball. When you're watching Spider-Man Two, um, by the way, Jake, if your mic can go up at all, um, if it can't, that's fine. But if oh. it can, just a couple notches. Yeah, is this good. better? That's a little better. Yeah, that sound better. I can even go more if you want me to. Just, I mean, I could. Maybe How's that? More. Does that sound a little better? How about I better? touch less? Right, you cool. touch less. I touch less. You go up more. You go up more. Cool. I stay perfect. Got it. Um, Spider-Man 2? Sure. If you did not know Sam Raimi directed that, when you got to the Doc Ock operation scene, you would go, yeah. oh, Sam Raimi directed this, or a big yeah. Sam Raimi fan directed this. Right. So there, there's that kind of stuff is sprinkled throughout this movie. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about the plot because... You know, even though we we've talked a lot about how the trailers are starting to give away too much, even though I watched both trailers, I kind of went into this movie pretty fresh on not really knowing other than they're going to be going through the multiverse. I didn't know what the plot was going to be. I didn't know who the main yeah. antagonist was going to be. Um, Abby, I kind of wanted to. Th- I remember before we saw the movie yesterday, you were kind of you made a comment. You're like, I don't know anything about this. <laughs> I got a clean slate. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. I yeah, I like I like that. Um. In the past, like, you know, watching everything build up to Endgame was like, you know, you stay informed, you know who's going to be appearing or who the possible, um, like, uh, cameos are going to be or what the stinger is going to be. I had absolutely no idea. I knew that uh, Wanda was going to be in it. I'm a big fan of hers. So I was like, all right. I had no idea in what aspect or what, like, what way she was going to be in the movie, but I knew she was there. By and the way, that's... Tic- I've seen the trailer. That TikTok's going around again from when... when um, uh, Elizabeth Olsen was doing the press for Age of Ultron and they asked her what what else she wanted to do in Marvel and she's like well I would love to do House of M but they're never going to let me just like have two imaginary kids and then go insane and like <laughs> that's, yeah. that's 100% what they did yeah um, yeah I was I was hopeful kind of but also like very much 
uninformed on what, what I was going right. to see. I, well, we can kind of set up the plot a little bit. I guess we didn't even roundtable it, but can we all agree? I want to say I really liked this movie. Like, I think I consider it like, I don't know if it gets into that top, top, top tier Marvel yet, because I usually have to watch the movies multiple times before I <laughs> make those decisions. But I want to see it again. Like, I've been thinking about it all day. That's I can't say that for every Marvel movie or even a lot of them. Um, you know, the Ant-Man movies I really liked, but I have i don't think I've ever gone back and watched the first two Ant-Man movies, even though I love Paul Rudd. But there's something about this movie, the way the story unfolded, the implications it might have to the greater structure of the MCU. And Jake, one thing I've been thinking about all day, and I, I wanted to call you like three times, but I just saved it because I was like, we're going to have to have this conversation on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Post Endgame, post Thanos, you know, it's been Endgame came out three years ago. I know, let's, we know the pandemic happened and that might be the reason for some of the structure of what's going on, but let's forget that for a second. Three years post Thanos, we still haven't, we're not building towards a, a, a necessarily like cohesive, cohesive story arc the way that it built up for a very long time towards the arrival of thanos where every movie's post credit scene was yeah uh, it's an, almost a rebuilding period yeah mo moving an inch closer well, like, be, i think yeah. right but to me this movie even though it has a lot of implications you've got wanda there you've got all these insane cameos we're going to talk about you've got the multiverse and full you know full force it still kind of feels like a a, a standalone kind of character driven movie and I'm I'm personally okay with that. I don't think that every single Marvel movie has to be and next time like that tease for here's what's coming next because I think it sets up the audience to like to expect something more and then maybe sometimes it sets you up for disappointment. Like more um, than anything it, it sets you up for like expecting something that instead of going in and not not knowing and not having the fun of the surprise right, because right. of the formula. Sure. Um, but Jake, I don't know. I don't have really a question, but do you have any thoughts on where we are in the MCU and like the structure of what they might be building towards? Well, I think we're right where it should be because you can't, you can't end the, the whole Thanos snap thing and then immediately jump into your next big thing. You can't, right. Well, you're like, you, you, we have to have time to calm down we have to have time to have films where, you know, characters are doing, they're all kind of a little more self-contained doing their own thing. And I mean, they, I mean, you might not, you might say that, yeah, maybe they're not really setting stuff up, but like, we just got, we just got an introduction to, to the fantastic four. And that's a, right. that's a big, like, that's a, big, a big deal. deal. Mm -hmm. And, and even though it was in a, in a small self-contained way, we still got our first MCU, you know, Fantastic Four taste. And that's going to just, I mean, like, that's a big thing because that's basically, you know, they not to not to jump on, you know, talking about the cameos yet. But like the, the this movie being released is basically confirmation of the casting for Mr. Fantastic. You know what I mean? That's something we did <laughs> not have for a while. Right. But but I mean. I think it's good to do a couple movies like this. And you got to remember back that even whenever, when they started, when they started doing all the Thanos teases, it was still happening in movies that were self-contained. Like right. whenever, you know, when the first Avengers happened, 
so that was already four years in. That was four right. years of little stories. And then the Avengers, even though uh, Thanos is behind it all, like you don't even get don't any really, Thanos right. until the very end of the movie when he's like, I'll do it myself. Right. And then it's just little teases that are after credit things for a long time. So I mean, you don't really see Thanos again till 2014 in guardians when he kind of becomes more of the, that's like the first time you actually see Thanos in. The, yeah. It's like, he's like, he's like after credits until that. Right. Um, well, let, and I mean, let, and what, well, hold on one more thing. Like if, the, yeah. if they are, I know a lot of people, nobody, nobody knows what Marvel's going to do for their next big event. Right? right. They're going to do something. I think a lot of people assume what's bigger than Thanos, it's Galactus. And that's what a lot of people have been saying. But if they're going to do that, Fantastic Four has to be in the picture first. Right. And I mean, now we know know that the movies, when's the movie, when's Fantastic Four supposed to come out? I don't know if it's 2025 or something, but so, I mean, well, I'll tell you what, let's, let's table that. till we start talking about the cameo because I have some thoughts about that. Um, kind of running through the plot of this movie. Okay. We're introduced to America Chavez. She is a, a multiversal traveler. She's on the run from these demons. Uh, who are she's got some power she's got this power that she doesn't necessarily know how to control um she's looking for the book of vishanti not the book of ashanti the r&b singer which is what i thought they were saying the whole time um she accidentally ashanti. kills the do- ponytail doctor strange gets thrown she in doesn't, she doesn't kill him. oh right 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 he's gonna take her power scarlet witch kills him right right scar we f- well this is what this all builds up to we yeah. find out wanda scarlet witch is behind she's the one sending these demons after mm-hmm. her but before we find that I out i love the why it's bridge version that we always do well you got to catch yeah, people I up know, I know. this all leads to this incredible you know octopus monster that who's got a name he's a, he's from the comics but i can't remember i just know that that's I'm gonna an look actual up tentacle eyeball creature <laughs> um i loved that like jake you're the monster you're from monster island uh yeah, where, how I do you there. how do you rate this this monster encounter and the fight that uh ensues and well, uh, you know all of that yeah no i love it i love any giant monster attacks and i was surprised that they you know, he's in the he's in the trailer so you knew that that was coming but it's like right away like that's right. Super kind early. of the opening 10 minutes of the movie is that giant creature. Gargantos. Yeah, there you go. He's really cool looking. And, you know, he gets his eyeball ripped out. And <laughs> that's kind of gross. That was the first time I kind of forgot. You know, like when you sit down, you're getting excited for a mo- Marvel movie. It kind of slips my mind that Sam Raimi is behind this. And the first 10 minutes just feel like a Marvel film. Right. But as soon as that eyeball came out, yeah. I, 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 I reached over to the person next to me who I didn't know. And I said, hey. Sam Raimi. Yeah. <laughs> that's Sam right the there. Eyeball came out. That's and Sam then it was Raimi Ted right Raimi there. next to you and went, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, and I thought all that stuff was cool. And like, you know, they set up the stuff at the beginning with uh with Steven and he's at um Rachel McAdams wedding, and you're like, Oh, they didn't yeah. get together. By the way, there's a great tweet today. This guy was like, just think, dude gets pulled into a multiversal war. Just because he was texting and driving ten years ago. <laughs> um, so I really like the opening. Abby, let me uh, go to you on this. Um, what did you think of America in this movie? Uh, her character arc, and uh, it's always you know, anytime they're introducing new characters, like 
you're at that moment now we're we're 15 years into this thing where like sometimes i'm like no where's captain yeah, like it, you earn it you first a little bit and of I chip think, on my shoulder i think that that's kind of what they understood with this because they didn't give a bunch of exposition it was like right in the beginning this the action sequence is surrounding her and you see her you see her denim jacket she has the amor is amor like love is love written on her jacket and then like the uh, visibility of like the lgbtq plus pin so those are the first things I noticed. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, and then as you do get her backstory, it's kind of like they it's it's the abridged, like very quicker condensed version. Like these were my moms, which, by the way, that when they go and look at the moms, it reminds me so much of old Star Trek Next Generation stuff. Like there were a lot of moments. Their outfits this- looked like Star Trek. Yes. Outfits. Yeah. Like just. And it's kind of like and, and the way and I mean this in the nicest way. There's like a cheesiness factor. Yeah, there's like a cheese like throughout cloth. the movie. Yeah, like you yeah, can't yeah. really see a lot of their developed civilization. You don't see like aerial shots. It's like it looks like a TV almost, like just dead on. Oh, and then Picard was in it, or later on. Yeah, later on, <laughs> and was. also Rachel McAdams, her uh, character is reminded me a good bit of Beverly uh, Crusher actually when she's like got the red hair as like a, nar- a nurse. Like uh, I don't yeah, know if yeah. any of that's intentional or if that's just me being a huge next generation fan. Um, Sounds like it. But yeah, I did that. So back to America though, she uh, you get the backstory that she's got these two wonderful loving mothers and she lives on another planet, in a different, uh, uh, what do you call that? Multiversal universe. 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 Um, yeah. And she's, she's very cool. Like based just on the, uh, her appearance and like her outfit and uh, kind of gets buddy, buddy really quickly with Dr. Strange. And I liked um, their dynamic. And I liked that. It wasn't like, here we go with like 30 minutes of backstory into this character. Right. I, I don't think that movie needed. That. Right. She'll get a Disney plus. Yeah. Cool. They're like, just watch her, watch her as she does her thing. Um, so Dr. Strange goes, it's witchcraft. I know one of those. Um, Jake. Okay. Scarlet Witch has the dark hold. Yeah. Then you get the heel turn and it becomes clear like, <laughs> oh, she is the bad guy in this movie. Never even crossed my mind. Like, because you know, the way the way WandaVision wraps up, it's just like, well, she had her moment. Things are better now. She's gonna find vision at some point and she's gonna try to find peace. But well, I I didn't think I never thought it was gonna be her either. And the trailer did a really, really good job at misdirecting you and just thinking she was like the trailer makes it look like she's help, you know, she's along to help. Uh, and the trailer makes it just look like a different Dr. Strange is the villain. Um, and you know, they, they're cha- they've changed things with Wanda a little bit, you know, like the original character of Wanda of the Scarlet, Witch, like Scarlet, Witch is just her like mutant name, right? Right, right? They've never really called her that in the MCU. They've always just stuck to Wanda until you got to WandaVision and then she kind of, you know, becomes super powerful and becomes the Scarlet Witch at the end of that. But I didn't think that her becoming the Scarlet Witch meant the Scarlet Witch is a set, like, I just thought it was cool costume. (laughs) I just thought she was like embracing her witchiness and she's like, you know what? I'm going to go by this now. But like they, they point out into, in this movie that, Wanda and the Scarlet Witch are not the same. They're right. Like, the Scarlet Witch is like this. It's like Beast the Man. Phoenix. It's like the Phoenix in X Men. It's like something that has kind of taken over Wanda, and that's a change that I'm not sure I love. But I, but I did think it was cool that they let her. Scarlet Witch is a villain in the comics most of the time, right? You know? I so like her. I like that. You know they 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 went with that. It's very different, but it was it was good. Yeah. Yeah, I want her to whisper to me like sweet things until 
I lose my mind. <laughs> Sorry. She, she will. Yeah. That's what she does. does it in the movie. She like whisper kills people and does um, stuff. So before we get to the, I want to get to the, the universe traveling, but one of the big set pieces is the defense and attack of, uh, what is it called? Carmartage? 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 Um, really cool scene like I, I loved all that stuff and like wong is just great like give where i want the wong mm-hmm. 30 minute sitcom oh he's Disney gonna Plus. he's gonna get a tv show if they're gonna give moon knight a fucking i want to see wong and the kids like x-men no, kids or no, something okay. no um yeah you're right i love wong he's awesome um i don't know if you knew this he's the sorcerer supreme they have to tell you every five <laughs> seconds um yeah, I like the back uh, back and forth between him and Doctor Strange where he's like, oh, yeah, most people bow for me now. That's kind of like an accepted <laughs> part of this title. God, and Doctor Strange it. has that little bit of an asshole in him. Um, so this is what I really... This was the part I was looking forward to is when they start going to the multiverses, though. And I don't even remember what brings them to that other than, oh, yeah, I do. All the shit. Wanda <laughs> destroys everything. It starts like, oh, the whole thing, when they're hiding from her and she's like, coming through the reflection puddles like in the temple i that was really scary i was i thought that was really awesome because <laughs> yeah. like people kept saying this movie was gonna be scary and i was like i don't know i was like i wasn't really feeling it like the first 25 minutes but then they started kind of sprinkling stuff in mm-hmm. um can i have a can i have a nitpick on the movie yeah even i have nitpicks yeah i thought the movie was going to be like them going to like spending a, a chunk of time in like 10 different multiverses right i did too a little four, lot more four than or five one. wasn't enough for you they're they they go through like five no no no. i'm saying they go through them like they go through the cartoon universe they go through the paint universe yeah they but have that mean, whole scene but then they but then they spend okay they spend time in the so the first universe where all the flowers are right what universe is that that's like new york in some sort of a future well they get arrested that's, that's in, not the that's not the universe that the Illuminati is in, right? The one with the flowers. I think it is. That's yeah. That's they, what they, I put together in my head. They while never leave it. that universe. I was like, "This is well, these did, the well Doctor Strange caretakers. fights the Doctor Strange with the third eye. That's in a different universe. Well, that's later though. But the main chunk mm-hmm. of the time is spent in Earth eight three eight, which is like where they first get. By the way, that's comic book talk. By the way, eight three eight six like six, that's all yeah. that's comic book stuff. Now listen, yeah. if we get something wrong, I know you're going to leave a comment. We've seen the movie okay. once. It We've, was last night. Yeah. Okay. Feel free to like you know educate. No, fuck that. But also, no, don't tell don't me anything. Educate. I want to be don't wrong. Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, Timestamp. So, well, what when they get to eight three eight and like yeah, we reference the whole thing where they go, you know, he sees the statue of the Doctor Strange from that universe, and yeah, like, he okay. was killed fighting Thanos, and um and and all of that and this is where we get the the really great bruce campbell scene there's this funny piece of dialogue where they talk about how all the food is free and she's like yeah your universe is the only universe where you have to pay for food the thing you need to live um and they've got these pizza balls but then there's this you anytime bruce campbell shows up it's very exciting i love that guy (laughs) It's awesome. I wonder if um sometimes I wonder if he gets a little annoyed that Sam Raimi doesn't give him a bigger a bigger part. Okay. Don't, don't. I mean, don't you think like he, he's he's best friends with Sam Raimi and he's in all his movies and I'm sure that's great. But Bruce Campbell's a good actor. Don't you think he'd be like, hey, Sam, maybe like 
Maybe like give me an actual part in Spider-Man instead of just making me give me a five minute. Like and he's funny and he's great in him, but I'm like, I wonder if that uh, is ever a thing. Like, yeah, more why not just make him a part? Yeah, the guy's doing so many conventions, charging eighty bucks for an autograph. Give this guy some movie parts. Let him work. Mm. Um, I forgot to talk about a really two really big plot points that I thought were really cool. Mm. Obviously, Wanda, you know, she she wants a life with her kids that we. Her fake, really exist, her fake yeah. kids mm-hmm. um but i think the dream walking aspect is really cool and the notion that your dreams are actually gateways into other universes i've right. I found that to be very awesome yeah uh yes I, i'm a big fan of like well, i'm not gonna say i'm a big fan of dream interpretation but like i understand <laughs> you've what it, always been such a big dream interpretation fan. no no but i thought that um that was like a really cool perspective and also um seeing wanda waking up from that you sort you can kind of justify where she is oh that that scene was pretty uh the first time you see wanda and she's with her kids and all that and then she just wakes up yep that was like oh yeah for me that was a gut punch yeah total gut punch yeah to just wake up with with nothing and (laughs) also i completely forgot what wanda like what happened on wandavision because when they first show with the two kids i was like oh good they're all back together (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i was like oh i bet they're all gonna search for vision and they're going to use Dr. Strange to help them. I know what yeah. this movie is going to do. Well, it is a distinctly different Marvel movie because instead of like getting uh, watching an origin story or getting backstory on someone, you've just already watched an entire show to, to get and you already kind of know where where um Scarlet Witch is kind of rolling at that point. Right. So sure. um it's just a different thing. Um okay, so the, I really like the scene where they're they're kind of flipping through the different multiverses. I wanted them to stop. I like the paint universe. There was dinosaurs in there. Dinosaurs. I saw point. some dinosaurs. I wanted That's to see them go. That was in the trailer. South Park universe. There's a South <laughs> just Park. wanted them just to see just the animation. South Park yeah. characters. Yeah. That yeah. Funny. I, I wanted to see that too. That'd be cool. Holy shit! It's Doctor Strange. <laughs> uh. Anyways. Um. <laughs> somebody animate that. Somebody animate also that do part. King of the Hill. Um. I like that intro. So. This all kind of leads to the Carl Mordo stuff, which is really interesting because I think, Jake, we talked about thinking that he was going to end up being the main villain. Well, they they make it seem that way. And I mean, the last time you see Mordo in the first Doctor Strange movie, it's him being like, hey, this isn't how this should be. You know, he they set up him becoming a villain at the end of the first Doctor Strange movie. So when he pops up in the trailer, right? Um, you know, they, they make it look like he's sided with the other Doctor Strange. Right. Yeah. Um, that's not good, really what happens. No, there's a good bit of misdirection in the trailer. Like, he's, he's excited to see Doctor Strange at first. Well, I think the plot point... Th- there's some really interesting, like, through lines of this movie. Like, this whole notion that they told this entire universe that Doctor Strange saved them from killed Thanos, but that's not what happened. But it's almost like that thing where it's like these people need something to believe. It was literally it. it's literally the end of Watchmen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay. It showed them killing their universe as Doctor Strange, like for the greater good. Mm-hmm. And they all yeah, it's <laughs> it's the end of Watchmen. Oh, I just want to make a note. Uh, one of the funny lines from uh, America Chavez when she was talking about Spider Man, she's like, "Ew, does she does he shoot webs out of his butt?" Oh yeah, that was very funny. That was stuff, I like that one. That was pretty. Uh, that funny. was some good character development. Um, does he? 
Nobody that one does he? Nobody knows. <laughs> Probably pretty weird if he does. Um, okay. So real quick, before we go any further, um, I want to plug something because I think it's important. Uh, our Patreon is awesome right now. It's awesome. And I want everyone to know that you can sign up for Yes Have Some Patreon. Support us for as little as $5 a month. We got a lot going on. We've had a lot of new mm-hmm. signups lately. We got bonus audio content multiple times a month. We've got Jacob Walsh Book Club. We've got the exclusive Discord channel. We've got an exclusive Patreon. Yes, have some Instagram. And starting next week, we're going to be doing bonus live toy anxiety streams. Patreon only. Just for you. Just for the people. And what I did this week, and I want to continue this. I'm going to keep this going. Until I get tired of it. Keep it going. You sign up for Patreon, $5 tier or above. You will get a personal phone call thank you from me. Pick up the phone. <laughs> Hello. I think let's I'm, hit 500, folks. Yeah, let's there's, do it. there's also a good chance that this episode you're listening to right now yes. is going to be five to ten minutes longer sure. for the Patreon. Well, because that's what Here we do. We, you always get a little extra. Questionable you get opinion. Episodes, you, well, you, unfiltered thoughts. You get the episodes early and ad-free. But yeah, I talked to a bunch of listeners and supporters this week, called them on the phone, chatted them up on their lunch breaks. It was a blast. It was great. I love talking to everybody. So yeah, you're going to hear us talk about it more. Won't be the last time, but if you want to get you in. hear us on your phone. <laughs> you want us to talk to you. Patreon.com slash yes, have some. We really appreciate the support. We got an awesome community. The Discord's so much fun. Um, and uh, I'm excited to keep it going. And we're always like brainstorming new and fun ways to bring you guys even more uh, content. So uh, just thank you for the support and uh, check it out. That's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, okay. Back to Doctor Strange. They get arrested. They get put into these uh, prison chambers. Um, and this is where we see the introduction of Christine mm-hmm. in this universe. And she's kind of like a scientist now. Mm-hmm. And even though she dated the Doctor Strange from that universe, she's kind of nonplussed. She's kind of unimpressed. That- yeah, it didn't go... It didn't end well. <laughs> it never does. You don't with need them. to know who did what, but it was probably yeah. Dr. Strange. Um, and this is all building up to the, uh, let's just start. I don't want to bury the lead anymore. Let's start talking about the Illuminati. Let's fucking do it. Well, you got those Ultron bots first. Yeah. And you see them in the trailer, which I wish, I wish those, I wish none of the Illuminati stuff was in the trailer. It would have been quite a reveal. It to, would have been really cool. That. Um, yeah, but they show you the Illuminati. You get Charles Xavier's voice in the trailer i wish they would have not put that in there mm-hmm. the the inclusion of the ultron bots is kind of weird when there's no tony stark and i know that there a lot of people thought there were rumors about there being you know an alternate universe version of tony stark and maybe that was an idea at some point but right ultron bots kind of don't make sense without him but um who knows whatever they could uh, do whatever they want i mean they do the rumors the were on tw- there was rumors on twitter forever that it was going to be you know that universe is tony stark was going to be tom cruise I think it was a bad photoshop that kind of took off but was, i mean yeah. you know uh that's not listen because what we're about to talk about just because something's on the internet and fans want it sometimes that shit just comes true yeah. <laughs> so let's let's um let's talk about this illuminati so you get the ultron bots 
And Jake walked me through it. So they kind of present themselves as like, hey, we're this universe is kind of like we, we were assembled to make the tough decisions, you know, like yeah. almost like, um, I don't know, like an Illuminati, like, uh, you know, that, that's. Yeah, what, I mean, are. the the traditional Marvel version of the you can tell in my movie theater, whenever he said Illuminati, a lot of people kind of laughed. And I think it's because people just hear the term Illuminati, right. Illuminati and think it's, you know, the silly, like cultish thing. But in the comic books, the Illuminati is like a group of Marvel superheroes who are kind of um, above, like they know everything. They're the ones who know about them. They're, they're not, some of them are from different universes and they kind of get together and they, they kind of, uh, you know, police things or right, like things an all-knowing body, governing Ex body, exactly. Big brother. Now, yes. in in this movie, they're all from the same universe, which right. is different. But they're 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 a team of the like elite superheroes, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe the first one we're introduced to is Captain Carter. Captain Carter, which mm -hmm. we knew was which they've been teasing her. She was teased on the poster. Right. Um, you know, the first poster came out had Captain Carter's shield on it. So I think we all knew she was going to be in it for sure. They just straight up put her in the last trailer. Um, um, always good to see Haley Atwell, though. She's great. Yeah, she's great. It, I think it's cool that they kind of, you know, took those um, the what ifs and, yeah. you know, brought in a character from that. I believe the second one we're introduced. Are we introduced to Black Bolt or are we yeah. introduced to Captain? Black, okay, so we got Black, Black Bolt. Yeah. Who um it's the same character, uh, same actor playing Black Bolt that played him in the Marvel TV show The Inhumans. Right. So it's the same actor, same character, different yeah. universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we're introduced to Captain Marvel, Maria and it, Rambo. Uh, mm -hmm. Yep, Rambo. And uh, and then you know uh, they're they're doing some talking, and then you're introduced to the smartest man in the world, Reed Richards, <laughs> Mister Fantastic. Which yeah. is insane. Yeah. Our, I personally didn't see the second trailer, the most recent one. So I was not mentally like expecting that. And I got really excited. I think that was the like most loud well, moment that, in our theater. So A lot of people freaked out. I think that, look, there has been, I don't know when this movement started, but at some point, this is the world we live like in. Like 10 at, years ago. At some point, collectively the internet decided the internet said you know when like there's a new pope and the black smoke comes up the internet said, <laughs> the internet said attention the great internet has spoken the internet has Oz. spoken <laughs> we have found the mr fantastic for the mcu sir john krasinski and i don't know why Sometimes it doesn't happen, like Sebastian well, Stan as Luke Skywalker. Well, Sometimes that's, well, it's Star no. Wars, and Star, uh, Star Wars doesn't, Wars do anything doesn't right. operate that way. Yeah, it's. Be I mean, it's because um, he started. You know, he started acting in other roles outside of the office, and people saw, oh, hey, he's an actual good actor. And um, I think someone just made a Photoshop of it at some point, and everybody yeah. was like, yeah, why? Everybody likes him, so it just right. kind of. You know, if you think, if you sit around and think like, well, who else, who, who would you want to play Reed Richards? It's right. like a hard, it's why hard. not him? He's great. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and then obviously he's married to um, Emily Blunt, and she, people really like her as well. And she's also a great actress. Mm-hmm. She's a hundred percent going to be playing Sue Storm. Of course, a million percent. Like he, they reference it. He, he's like, "Well, I have a wife and kids." I love that. It was like, "Yeah, we know it works." Um, you know, the that, internet knew all along. Even though I wasn't, I wasn't surprised, but I was like pleasantly surprised well i I didn't know it was gonna happen i would not have been expecting reed rich i I, like i i expected the illuminati to have like there were you know um cap the the new version of captain marvel she's in the first trailer right um so we knew that professor xavier was going to be there like you know there were some you could kind of figure out the black for some reason the black bolt uh, rumors have been happening for a long time. I don't know. There must have been some leak or something. Like some but at no, at no point had I seen anybody say anything about, oh, maybe Reed Richards is going to be at it. I was like, oh, I don't think they're going to do that. But, you know, the day before the movie, um, I was spoiled and I, I just got right. on Facebook and somebody had somebody had straight up posted a photo of the entire of those four characters, did and you? I, and I, I thought it was Photoshop. I was like, "What?" I was right. like, "No." Did, did you go back and tell that person to go fuck themselves? Yeah, let's shame. No, them. I just de- I just deleted them off my Facebook. Yeah, I nice. didn't say anything. I just immediately, even before I yeah found Maybe out if it was real or not, I just deleted. You know where you're not going to find spoilers? Where group therapy? It's very very true. <laughs> All you have to do is sign up on Facebook there and search for yes, have some podcast group therapy. It's our closed group, and no one will post spoilers, and if they do, we'll kick them out. <laughs> yes. We're counting on it. Um, I, I thought the Reed Richards thing was really cool. I thought that the costume looked cool. I think John Krasinski looks like he looks the part. Sounds the sure. sounds the part. Mm-hmm. Now there. Now here's the thing. I want to get to Professor X, but the whole Illuminati gets bitched out. Real like they get murdered, hardcore murdered. Like this is this is another owned. scene where you can tell you got Sam Raimi because yes. like we've seen. And I'm, and it's not just here. Earlier, earlier, whenever Wanda is, you know, killing everybody at Carmitage, like some of the deaths are like, oh, they're like right. brutal for for an MCU. Like you watch people burn up, and uh, you get to this part, and it's you got these four main, you know, you're seeing Reed Richards for the first time, and um, and we watch his head explode, like his right. head blows up. It's 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 I don't want to <laughs> yeah. say it's graphic because it's not for like any horror film, but for an MCU film. Yeah. The deaths were kind of graphic. Yeah. I mean, it's Captain, like seeing a puppy die. Captain with John Carter, yeah. Captain Carter takes uh, uh, her shield to the midsection. She gets cut. <laughs> she gets cut in half. Black Bolt kills himself, basically, <laughs> because he doesn't have a mouth and his head explodes. And yeah, it's and don't weird. forget. In the triumphant moment where the MCU finally reveals a version of Charles Xavier, and not only is it Charles Xavier, it's Patrick Stewart as Charles Xavier. And not only is it Patrick Stewart as Charles Xavier, he's in the damn X-Men comic book animated series, classic yellow. Even get the music from the animated series. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the it, I love that vehicle. It looks like something at like an amusement park ride or something. Like you know, what I mean? it looks like, like a coaster car. What I'm sad about is that the Charles Xavier from the end of Logan never got to get in that thing because that guy was loopy and he would have had some fun in that car. <laughs> um, but then Wanda snaps his neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, dude. Um, I I have a I have a question slash concern. Go for it. This is why we're here. Okay. We're not here to just this, tell everybody the plot. Who cares? We need this to might the get confused. This might get confusing. Taking notes. I think the MCU has sort of written themselves into um, uh, like a what do you call it? When, a corner. Back into a corner. Kind of. So okay, so you got Spider Man and and Spider Man in the Multiverse of Madness, right? You got three Peter Parkers in the Spider-Man mm-hmm. film. Three Peter Parkers that are all from different universes, but they're all Peter Parker. But they right. all look different. Right. They're different people. So then whenever you get to this movie, mm-hmm. you got like five Doctor Stranges. They're all Doctor Strange, but they look identical. Right. You got, you know, you you, you can't really count the Captain Carter or Captain uh uh, what's Marvel. the other Captain Marvel? Because they're different they're people. not yeah they're different people who just became those characters. But right. you got one franchise where you can where you're showing and the same thing if if they were gonna bring Iron Man if if they would have done the the Tom Cruise Iron Man thing he was gonna be Tony Stark. You can't you can't have one movie be like okay well every you look the same in every universe, even if you're different, but then in the other movie, they're all, they can look different and still be the same person. It doesn't make sense. It's like, why doesn't, you get what I'm saying? why wouldn't you say goodbye instead of bad bye? No, no, <laughs> Peter, Peter Parker is Peter Parker in every universe, no. but he looks different in every, every universe. But then how come Dr. Strange doesn't look different? He's the same in every universe. That okay. is inconsistent. I think it's just going to be inconsistent because like, think about like, think about the Loki variants, right? Like one's an alligator, right? But that's what I'm saying. But that doesn't, I get it. And I would rather they look different because them looking different, them looking different is your excuse to recast the X-Men. They can't have the same X-Men come in. No, they're going to have the same actors, even though they just gave us Patrick Stewart as another alternate Professor Xavier, but they don't follow their own logic with Doctor Strange and Wanda. Doctor Strange and Wanda look exactly the same in every universe. That doesn't make sense. Right? They should be played by different actors. Right. Um, and that's why I was confused. I was like, "Oh, is this?" I was like, "Is this confirmation that John Krasinski is going to be playing Reed Richards, or are they just going to recast because that's not our universe's Reed Richards, and our universe's mm-hmm. Reed Richards can look like somebody else?" But what about so in the post credit scene, it, Clea shows up. Yeah. And she's kind of an alternate version of Doctor Strange. She might be that universe's Dr. Strange. I don't no, she's not Doctor Strange. She is the sorceress supreme. Right. But that doesn't make her Doctor Strange. Like okay. anybody can, can no, have I, that title. I, I 100% yeah understand the logic behind what you're saying i just think it's one of those things that they're gonna they do what they can and have to just because i don't think so going back to john krasinski like i 100 not only do i think he will be leading that fantastic four movie yeah me i mean me too um i because i think if they recast it now everybody what the fuck like (laughs) no like unless he comes out, I was like, no, I never really wanted to play this character, but this opportunity to do it as a one-off, right? Which would be pretty bold, kind of. But like, I want to see him in that role. Um, I guarantee, about- I guarantee you, he's already filmed other like post-credits. So, you know what I mean? Like right. they didn't get they didn't get 
Reed Richards in a room and film something and not do something else with it. So it was so the Fantastic Four movie was announced a while back, like almost two years ago. Yeah. Um he and was, then he's probably been signed right. on for this. And it was announced six months ago or so that John Watts was going to direct it. John Watts directed the, you know, the three Spider-Man movies, Homecoming, um, you know, No Way far Home, Far From Home. home. And I, I kind of, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like if he wants to stay with the MCU, like I think this guy is equipped to, to do a really great Fantastic Four movie. Sure. Um, it was announced this week he's stepping away and somebody on Twitter was like, oh, I bet John Krasinski is going to direct it. And it kind of took off as a rumor, but like, it I mean, kinda, I can see that. Why not? Makes sense. He's well, got, like, why not? Have, right. Yeah. You are. If you already got him signed on, all I got to be like, hey, well, here's we'll just amend your contract. Just right. mm-hmm. direct it. it adds yeah. more like pizzazz and sizzle to the whole project because he's become a little bit more a list. He did the quiet place movies are very successful. Um, so, yeah, I, I fully expect that to happen. And I, I loved, you know, there's a really great chance. This is officially the last time we see uh patrick stewart playing uh xavier and yeah. even though we're a little he's he i mean he's getting up he's there old age. yeah he's old and you, and you can see it this time like he to me I, it almost feels like patrick stewart has not aged since the first time i saw next generation mm-hmm. right but i mean when you see him in this and he's up when he's walking around when he's in like wanda's head i was like oh you can you you can see the age coming up on patrick yeah. stewart mm-hmm. but I, I really enjoyed it and like just to explain if you're if you're confused like like I am always that <laughs> professor X that he was playing is not the professor X from, from the, the from the X-Men movies. Um, you know, the, the classic Fox, the class, yeah, the classics, I, mean, um, it's, I guess now it's considered, I still think there's a really great opportunity to introduce Deadpool in one of these multiverse things. It just, well, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's no way that, I mean, they're making another Deadpool. Yeah, right? it's already. Yeah, it, they're gonna. They'll do something. They know. I want doing. him to be the only other person besides America that has multiversal travel abilities. Well, I think he will, and he'll he'll be the only character who's aware of everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, he'll, he'll, I can do running commentary. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, That's yeah. I, right. Yeah, they'll cut to John Krasinski. And he'll he'll cut back to Ryan Reynolds. And be like, holy shit, you got that guy? And the Office <laughs> musical start playing. By the way, there's already a petition to get um. Uh, what's the actor's name who played Dwight? I can't think of his name. Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson to play Modoc. <laughs> yeah, he, he'd put him in be there. Pretty he, good as, yeah, pretty yeah. Good no, as it's as not. It's not acting chops. Um, listen, if you can't get Pam Beasley as Sue Storm, then get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Jim. Anyways, Jake yelled at me the other day because I was like, Jim, John Krasinski looks different, and you were like, Craig, he... you're watching Office reruns from 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, like a haircut and growing a beard makes anybody look a hundred percent different and cooler. Yes, and co- yeah, and cool. I never liked Jim. I always kind of hated Jim and Pam. I think okay. they get less interesting, like around season three or four. Once they get hitched, it's kind of like downhill for them. I like Jim the first couple seasons where he's really. I like sad. Jim. I like what he's sad. I want sad. He like sad Jim. I like mm-hmm. sad Jim. Mm-hmm. I'm a big okay. fan of sad Jim. Um, so listen. We have this illusion. Watch something new. Wanda shows up, fucks everybody up. I, I was glad that we got to see Mr. Fantastic get all stretchy and just sliced up. It was so yeah, cool. that was cool. Shredded. Shredded. Um, all curled up. It was like neat. So 
you know, we don't have to run through every plot point, but they do, you know, they make it to this, you know, they kind of escape Wanda. They make it to this other part, like the, what do they call it? The world between universes, which all that stuff was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another, there's another run in with another Dr. Strange. Yep. And that's yep. where, and that's where our Dr. Strange learns that he might have to do a little reading of the dark hold, which yeah, right. do, because that's what, uh, that's what caused Wanda to, you know, become the Scarlet Witch. So. Yeah, it's like a a temptation type of thing. Like if you give into it, well, they they end up yeah, at this. If you, like, out, if you read out of the Necronomicon, you're going to get possessed by something mm-hmm. from the Necronomicon. So they end mm-hmm. up. So the the haunted version of the Doctor Strange house, which gave me a lot of vibes similar to the um the end of Loki. You know, it, yeah, it kind of felt yeah. very similar. But it's called like it's an incursion you know destroyed universe basically and there's like this that's yeah it got wiped out yeah scary ass doctor strange that's living in this haunted house and what do they do well anytime you get two doctor strangers in one room with opposing views you make them kiss well you either do that or you have them have a music note fight yeah (laughs) yeah that's the kind of esoteric (laughs) shit that it was reminiscent of uh loki um, to like see them fighting with musical notes. I was, loved that. Yeah, yeah, that's like another level of like, you know, smelling colors and tasting smells. That's like <laughs> yeah. neat. Give me Blows back your mind. Give me back to that paint universe. That's mm-hmm. what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. I was glad that he acknowledged Hard it. to eat in the paint universe. <laughs> was there one universe where everything was paint? <laughs> there was. It would be very um, so obviously, if you, if you've seen the movie, you you know how everything goes down, um, but we got to talk about this this last act. So earlier in the movie, Defender Strange, they buried him at the top of the you know top of the Bleecker Street building. He buried himself. Okay, he it's buried himself. shocking how okay Doctor Strange is with just hiding a dead body he just he's like and he even says like, i have buried worse and it's like what? yeah he's a bad what dude. are you talking about <laughs> so when i'm trying to remember how this all goes down so he realizes that he's gonna have to basically read from the book is that what happens and to to repossess his body back on earth 616 to go up against wanda and i know there's a whole other subplot with wong climbing a mountain but i don't have time to get to that right now i just want to get to the demons yeah go watch it if you want to see the wongs (laughs) we're not covering that we're in Um, an hour here so walk me through this because i'm I'm having trouble well he's got a dream walks into the corpse right yeah because that's because you can only dream walk into yourself and he is himself and it's his universe the only other version of dr strange that is in that universe is the dead version of defender strange so he has to walk into a dead body i loved the design on reanimated strange abigail what did you think yeah it was like fantastic it was it was so Sam Raimi like with the head jerk movements and the the half eaten face on this side just it literally looks like Evil Dead 2 or whatever um there's there yeah I, I absolutely love seeing the the playfulness of that character and like how it's like very scary and deeply fucked up if you think about occupying the body of your own dead corpse 
um, and fighting with it. Like that's like such a psychological mind fuck. So that plus the fact that he's like a kind of funny and like it's very playful, which is again the most like Evil Dead Sam Raimi thing you can get. I, I thought it was fantastic. All I thought the that was like the coolest awesome. part of the movie. Yeah, when he assembles into like the large yeah. winged creature, he's like using guy. the he's like using the shadow demons as his cape. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Great. yeah. Great. Uses them to fly with, yeah. Right, and they go battle Wanda at her her temple, um, mm-hmm. or, or it's not her throne. Yeah, um, yeah. The the Kuzer's temple. The, the Kuzer's temple. Yeah, got it. And uh, that I like that's a good one. Um, yeah. Mount One Wondagore is what that's called. I just mm-hmm. wanted to look that up. Um, and then they have the battle, and Wanda sees the error of her ways, and. This is where me and Jake are about to fight. <laughs> well, they well they show her they show her that you know they basically throw her into one of the other universes and show her how terrifying of a concept it is to steal kids from somebody. Else. You know they make yeah. her they make her see that maybe she's doing wrong and right. Yeah. Well, her whole idea yeah. is that she's going to basically eliminate an let's alternate universe yeah, version of herself. Let's check in, Wanda. Yeah. How, are you happy? <laughs> hey, why are we about to fight? Oh yeah, because last we really fight. Well, it's not really fight. different because we were talking last night. Yeah, I was gonna have my brother call in tonight, but I decided that it's late and he doesn't have Zoom. Maybe he has Zoom. <laughs> He's gonna listen and be mad. Andrew, if hey, you're that, watching, we thought about having you on. He liked the movie a lot. Um, okay. About Wanda sacrificing herself and whether or not she's actually dead and if she's coming back and, and all of that. So uh, we're not actually about to fight. Um, but I kind of want to get some thoughts on that about where, you know, seemingly yeah. she sacrifices herself. And there's a kind of a little bit of a parallel to Sarkovia with the, everything rising up and kind of falling down and, and mm-hmm. all that. Uh, Jake, what do you think? Well, part of me wants to think she's dead because not just because it looks like she's dead, but it's like, are we going to have her, you know, she, she's Wanda started off as a villain, right? right. She, in the very first film, she started off as a yeah. villain. She was turned to good. She, you know, uh, she made up for all the bad deeds, became an Avenger. Are we going to have her do that again? We're going to have right. her turn bad and now have to like do that again. Like that. We've already seen that. Right. right. Also, also we're in a, we're at a part in the MCU where all the old characters are leaving. They're all right. gone. They're either dying or they're passing the torch. We got a new Hulk coming. We don't know what's happening with Thor, but it looks like we might have a new Thor. You know, there's a new Captain America. There's a new everybody. There's they're all Iron Man's dead. We're getting rid of everybody. Next generation. So so that kind of makes me think like, oh, they're Moon Knight. Yeah, Wanda's gonna be gone. But the thing that makes me think she's not gone is that we have not resolved. The vision storyline. Right. Vision disappeared and he's out there somewhere. And uh I do not I mean, unless they, they're trying to go the real tragic route and have the the white vision get his memories back, but it's too late and Wanda's dead, that would be awful. But then he searches for her and something they right? could do. So I but I don't know. I they yeah. made they made it seem like she's dead. I, I think she's gonna be gone for a while for sure. The Jake uh I agree with every single thing you just said. The only thing that I, the point that you make is that the, the vision storyline is unresolved. And we know um, that their Agatha is going to get her a Disney plus show. Mm. So that universe, that 
that world of, of witches and witchcraft and, and Wanda. Yeah, it could be that Agatha works to like get her like con get in contact with her wherever she is, like whatever plane of existence, right. if she's alive. Right. Or that you can always just bring in Wanda from another universe. I am on record. I think Scarlet Witch is cool, but give me suburban. Give me Mamda. Give me Mother Wanda. I want, you know, the yoga pants, the gray sweatshirt, eating ice cream. Those kids wanted ice cream. They wrote a whole song about it. I love oh, that. Oh, I'm going to get choked up thinking about it. <laughs> they were that. like, all right, one, two, three. We really want that ice cream. I don't remember the song. But I hated that part. Oh, you hated like, it? I was like, get these fucking kids off the screen. Give a <laughs> shit about those kids. Dude, those are kids that I can handle. Those, those kids don't kids. even realize the gift that they. Could you imagine you, your mom is Elizabeth Olsen? That'd be great. Mm. She's like a caretaker, mm -hmm. taking it to ball games, mm -hmm. buying you a hat. If you what? needed one, I don't know. I feel like if you needed a hat, she'd be like, let's go get you a hat. Mm -hmm. Would your mom not buy you a hat? <laughs> My mom would probably buy me a hat <laughs> if I really yeah, wanted one. I don't think that's a big. That's my Hats bar. Hard yes. That's my bar. She bought me a hat. She bought me a hat. I think she's my mom now. Um, she's a good mom. And then uh, you get a little bit of closure with Doctor Strange. Is he a sad character? Is he kind of a not sad like oh you're sad, but is he kind of a tragic character a little bit? Like how do we yeah how do we feel about his his arc so far and where he is? Well, I mean, it's just it's. The, I mean, it's the classic superhero. You have to sacrifice some. I mean, Spider-Man's literally going through the same thing. You know, he's like, you gotta. Sometimes the superhero has to sacrifice having a loved one so they can continue being a superhero. That's that's been a plot point since the beginning of superheroes. So right, yeah. Like in the underneath all the armor, they're just humans, and like they deal with real difficult stuff. Do um, we so? post credit scene where um, I kind of hated it. I just want to say that. Not the second one, the first one. Because this is the, this is, because it's like, I don't What's like. to hate about that? You just hate it because you didn't know, because it wasn't somebody you know? No, 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 no. I don't love this thing where it's the, the that's sh the Char Charlize Theron. Yeah, part? the stinger okay. where it's like, here's a famous actor playing a, a character you don't know yet. It's just it just doesn't. But that's every single superhero. Every single superhero ever. The first time you see them is a character you don't know yet. So that's mm, like that's every single one. You, you know what I didn't like? You about didn't it? know anything about Doctor Strange until he popped Listen, up. Listen, you know what I didn't you want like the about the original it? formula. It made me feel like Eternals. I don't know why. I was like, oh, she looks like she'd be an Eternal. It's I, because you thought it was Angelina Jolie. No, you told me it was Angelina Jolie. No, well, Jolie. that's who we. That's who I thought because I was like, oh, a blonde. That's... No, I said it was Furiosa. I said it from the start. Oh, fuck. Anyways. I um, love Charlize. I don't know much about that character. I really don't. Um, but You will. Jake. Dude, five years from now, that's gonna be your. You're gonna be like, that's oh, my dude. favorite character. I'll Got go the hot toy. Got the hot character. toy. Exactly. So, um, third eye, Doctor Strange. What's going on there? Is he? Is he a little bit? Is he? Is a little, he's touched. Yeah, he's, he's got a little touch. In the he's touched. Face. I mean, that's it's it's the they talk about it, you know, throughout the movie that the dark hold will will do bad things to you. And uh, yeah. Didn't didn't uh didn't Doctor Strange get the third eye in What If? From like, isn't that from What If? Oh, I think I it know. is. It's it's mm -hmm. it's a part of the, it's the part of the effects. I don't know. Um, 
that would little extra power. Third you know what I like about up? It's like an extra ju- bit of juice. I don't the know. Third, third eye of Vishnu. The third eye. It kind of looked almost practical. I don't think it was, but there's it something about. I know, but it, it almost looked kind of bad, and it, it had like a Sam Raimi kind of like like cheesiness to it. I can't really describe it. It looked evil and wrong and unnatural. That's for sure. I don't know that it that it looked like poorly done. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked pretty cool. Well, let's run this down. Where does this rank in the MCU? Does anybody know yet? Is this top tier, mid tier? It's not bottom tier. It's, it's above Ant Man. It's hard to that's hard to rank. The you always love them, right? You know what I mean? Like right. it it might go up, it might go down. I, I liked it a lot. I, I've I liked it more than the last few things I've seen from the MCU. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked Spider Man, but but I think this was right up there with Spider-Man, at least. Do yeah. we think there's a... Okay, here's something. And this is the conversation. This is why I wanted to bring my brother on. This is the conversation I had with him this morning. Do you want to call him? Uh, no. this is God, We're almost done. But, you know... Why does Doc, Doctor Strange just had a whole movie in, in No Way Home, like, talking about the multiverse. People were coming in from the multiverse. He seems a little too, like, surprised about the multiverse things. Like, and then... The way he explains the Spider-Man thing, I'm like, wait, are are you supposed to remember that? I guess he doesn't remember Spider-Man's Peter Parker, but he still knows that he did a spell for Spider-Man that right. fucked everything up. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, you're getting into like weird magical theory. Well, I kind of thought about. And then there's the scene where he's talking to Wanda and she says America's name, and in my head, I was like, oh, he hasn't told her her name yet. This movie was poorly edited. I was like, oh, that's part of the plot. That's the plot. Yeah, that's the witchiness. Um. So anyway, uh, yeah, that that's what gave it away. That's how you know a witch when she knows somebody's name. Okay. <laughs> um. Doctor Strange, great character. Wanda, great. Wong, great. Loved everything in this movie. Let's roundtable some final thoughts here. I think we covered enough for for one viewing. I think we we've dug in. Uh, about as far as uh, I feel comfortable digging. Jake, uh, where, where are you at with the MCU coming out of this movie going into Thor uh, Love and Thunder? I mean, I'm excited for Thor. I, I think the characters that are the that do best with Marvel, I think the best thing that Marvel can do with their characters is when they when they sneak them into other movies in smaller roles and they really get you invested. You know, like that's what they... You know, it's hard when you got a new character and it's like they got to be. Fr- but like Doctor Strange at this point, he had his own film. This is a second film, but he was in Spider-Man. He's been in, you know, some of the Avengers. Film. Like at this point, you've got you have a relationship with him. And I think that's when the characters really start to work well, when they they can throw them into other movies and you really start getting to know them. So at this point. Doctor Strange is kind of the top. He's kind of top tier MCU right now. So, 100%. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Abigail, I like um, I like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's um, kind of like frustrated energy. Um, reminds me a little bit of the Power of the Dog. Like, not exactly the same character, but being frustrated and not really getting what you want. Um, I really think that he's relatable, and I've kind of let him in my heart as like the new replacement, like head of the team, like Iron Man a little bit. Um, I feel like with these Marvel movies, uh, here comes my my food analogy. I feel like it's like going to Baskin Robbins, and you're testing and sampling like all the ice cream one after another. It's like it's all that's good. annoying. Yeah, I so know, the but, person it's, that but it's hard to there. differentiate and be like, well, I like this, but I also it's still it's all tastes good. 
but this movie was like a, a bubblegum ice cream to me is like Ew. memorable Ew. and like yeah. kind of gross and weird kind of ice cream no but the next day you're like i like that i like bubble gum bubble gum and cotton candy and all those weird flavors so this is like kind of a different flavor uh for marvel and i liked it it's not for everyone I know there's some complaints with the movie, and I do think Fuck it, was those it was a little this slow in the rules. beginning. <laughs> I think it's so mad. But I, it I, not, I had, hold on. I had it's hot not Wanda. slow in the beginning. There's a giant tentacle monster 10 okay. minutes in. But it moves All right. fairly slowly for a monster. Now, but, I found my, it was, it, there was like a lot, it scratched a lot of little itches. It was like the fantasy and dark realms. This is what I'll say. And humor and like little menacing things and. Well I like said. all that stuff. Well I said. like Sam Raimi. Kudos to Marvel for going a little outside of the box. Congrats to Sam Raimi. This movie is making an unbelievable amount of money, so much so that I think they're going to probably ask him to do another one of these. Maybe he'll end up doing another Spider-Man or something. Who knows? But um, I know that there was major reshoots on this movie. Who knows what the reasons are for that? Most movies have reshoots, but it could be for continuity. It could be for you know, storyline purposes, COVID reasons. Um, I did read that they didn't really know what the ending was going to be once they started shooting it. So that's interesting. Um, but uh, it turned out great. Um, Danny Elfman did the music, which is awesome. So when, you know, if you found yourself enjoying the score, uh, it's because Danny Elfman still rules after all these years. Mm -hmm. Elfman. Um, the Elfman. And um, it was it was really fun. And I can't wait to see, uh, you know, where this goes. I mean, I still have a ton of questions about multiverses and timelines and variants. And yeah, I want to see Wanda redeemed and found and and reunited with Vision. I still think about Loki all the time. Like when they at the end of Loki, when they get back to the TVA and it's like King the Conqueror is like, is that a different universe? Is there time travel? Because like like Marvel has introduced all these different concepts over the last five or six years. Time travel, possible. Uh, variants in the same universe, possible. Multi-universal variants, possible. Multi-universal travel, possible. Um, kind of makes me, you know, sometimes wonder how we got this far when the first Iron Man was just like, we built weapons. Yeah. <laughs> well, then what happened? They fell into the wrong hands. <laughs> because of this Playboy millionaire. Yeah, yeah exactly. Billionaire. Billionaire. I'm sorry, okay. Billions. All right. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to say goodbye. Um, once again, we thank you for being with us every week here at Yes Have Some. We absolutely love this. We got so many fun movies to look forward to. We got Jurassic World coming out. We've got uh, Jurassic World Dominion, I should say. We've got Thor. We've got Top Gun. Buzz Lightyear. Ass. You don't want to see Lightyear? I don't, don't want to see Top Gun. I've completely that was a Top cooled. Gun pass. I'm not <laughs> yeah, it's like a cold hey, They casserole. showed us two Top Gun trailers last night. That's Ew. how you know it's going to suck. If it's like, hey, watch this package. And if you don't know about it, let's watch this other little promo. <laughs> and here's the trailer. If you if you don't have Top Gun on your mind. By the way, you know we know. talked about Patreon earlier. Little tease, because what we do for our regular episodes every week is we do a little extra in, you know, a little bonus overtime just for Patreon. Mm -hmm. So it's going to happen right now. But if you're on the regular feed, you're not going to hear it. Yeah. If oh, you want to oh, hear the overtime. three of us giving our thoughts on that avatar trailer. Ooh, <laughs> God, ooh I don't do that. avatar in sandals <laughs> and lovely sandals. Where does sandals exist? Bahamas. The ocean. It's like a resort. All right, everybody. In the, um, in the, is it? In the way of the water. Oh boy. Uh, for Abigail Gardner, Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Hi, everybody. Craig from Yes Have Some here. And I just wanted to take a minute to tell you all about 
YHS Podcast on Patreon. You know, you're here for a reason. You either just discovered Yes Have Some or you've been listening for a long time. You like what we do here. And I'm telling you, Patreon is the best way to get a lot more of it. For as little as $5 a month, you can help support YHS, help us keep the lights on, as they say, and you get complete access to our entire archive of bonus audio content. We do multiple bonus episodes a month. Sometimes they're full YHS episodes. Sometimes it's me just rambling about toys. We even have Jacob Walsh doing passages of Stephen King and giving his insight and opinion on all the books he loves with the Jacob Walsh Book Club. I'm telling you, the people that are already a part of it absolutely love it. We have this incredible community. And it's not just the audio episodes. You're going to get access to the exclusive YHS Patreon Discord, as well as our Patreon Instagram. Like, when we go on trips, when we go to Star Wars Celebration, when we go to Dragon Con, when we do all the stuff that YHS is known for, we don't post everything publicly. We have an Instagram page just for Patreon. It has exclusive photos, video, and just content that you're not going to get anywhere else except for on the YHS Instagram for Patreon. So, Abby likes to say, turn the wheel and unlock that vault and get access to all of this incredible YHS content that you've been missing out on. Patreon.com slash yes have some. As little as $5 a month, we have multiple tiers. And I'm telling you, you're not going to be disappointed. Okay, let's get to the show. 